Welcome to Trusted Tech Talks podcast. My name is Manny. This week, we're covering a topic that's become more and more prevalent when hiring for developers. Some clients are wanting to hire a front-end or a back-end specialist developer. And what they're looking for is those people to actually specialize in that one area alone. However, we are also still getting clients that are looking for a full-stack developer. This has led to the question, which is, does a full-stack developer really exist? So to get some opinions from the experts, we've got Lawrence Lilly from Mutual Vision, who is with us today to educate us further on his views. How are you, Lawrence? I'm fine, thank you, sir. <laughs> um, before we jump into the discussion, um, I think it'd be really good for the audience to get an overview of your experience and background. So where you're working, what you do with the company, but also really interestingly for you, Lawrence, I personally love the journey that got you there. So if you could kick us off with that, please. Sure. So I'm Lawrence Lilly. I, I work for a company called Mutual Vision Technologies uh, based out of Wilmslow. And we provide software for um, financial software uh, for building societies and challenger banks. And how I got here, uh, it's been a very long time, so it's, I, I'll try and <laughs> distill it. I'm an engineer by training, so and a software engineer by training, and uh, my predominant technical expertise was in uh, moving data around. So this is middleware, as it was originally called, um, and the idea of the uh, interoperable environment and, and systems. So um, that's where I came from before heading into doing agile and all that kind of stuff. I've been, I did my first agile project and transformation back in the year 2000, and I've used the tools since. Um, they are just tools. It's called good fun. Um, so it, it's been an interesting journey. But now I run the a technological side of a, an independent software vendor that does commercial off-the-shelf SaaS-based products. Brilliant. Thanks, Lawrence. Um, so to go into the first question, do you believe there is such a thing as a full-stack developer? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, put it bluntly, it, it's essentially a myth and um, nearly a unicorn. Um, it's, they might be able to exist, but like um, at all geniuses, they're extremely few and far between that the generalized concept is meaningless. So again, there's a, it's a job title. It it's basically says genius next to it or person who knows everything. What, what, what's your definition of a full stack developer then? So somebody, um, let, let's think about the, and this is the way I do it. Let's think about all the different areas a person would need to understand in order to really be a full stack developer in the modern world. So you have, and starting at the bottom, you'd have hardware, understanding hardware, um, be that virtualized hardware or anything else, but then you've got operating systems, virtualization, uh, containers and platform as a service, uh, scaling and scalability, package management, server management, web servers, databases and other types of data repository, search uh, functions, configuration management, then you get onto programming, and we've had all those before programming. Mm. Uh, frameworks, front-end development, and security, front-end design. And then you get into the business requirements and being able to understand the business context and the tools you need to be able to do that. So just think of that list. How yeah. is any one individual supposed to know all of those things? 
And remember, they're only categories. They're, you just have to think how many programming languages there are, and that's just one category. And, and how many businesses are using more than one programming language or more than one cloud platform as well? Uh, absolutely. And it's um, it, whilst we talk about things like the hybrid cloud and other things like that, that's great. But think about the extra information you have to process and you have to be an expert in. And having that as one individual, that isn't going to work. We work in teams. That's why things, agile terms and agile um, uh, concepts have come together. It's the, about multidisciplinary teams. What, what, what do you think... Um... What do you think companies or individuals are, are, are benefiting from by saying either I want a full stack developer or I am a full stack developer? Why do people use the term? Well, maybe they're looking for someone who can turn the hand to learning about different areas at, at, at need, which is different from knowing it. But they often list the things they need to know as being these are the areas we're involved in and you, you'll have to have exposure to some of those. That's me being generous. Yeah. Sometimes people just don't know what they're looking for. Mm. So to catch as many people as possible to see, say full stack developer, and maybe somebody will respond saying, yes, I've heard of those things. So you're, it seems like, Lawrence, you're down the having either a front end specialist or a back end specialist, or, or do you even have it that it's, it's more of a, are you a specialist in area, any area of the stack? How do you actually see a developer right now in your business? So we, um, we're working on products rather than projects. So a product is a vertical slice of something. It goes from one end to the other. So this is where the whole idea of DevOps and especially DevSecOps came from, because before that distinguishing and siloing of operations and development, so if you're thinking about merging all those things, it's a team of individuals with specializations. So this idea of having a team of front-end developers and a team of back-end developers, no, 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 you have a team with back-end specialists and front-end specialists, and those people work together to create that product or that element of a product. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. Um, what, what do you think a developer will look like in the future? Um, I'm interested in concepts. So um, that we need to target and understand um, that, that I, I put it as three types of, of competency. You have core competencies, you have contextual competencies, and you have technical competencies. And you need all three. Mostly people focus on the tech, but there are other things that are just as, as important, which is Contextual meaning you've got to be able to learn the environment you're in and who your customers are and why they need the thing they do and what, what the tools are that you're creating to help somebody. In our world, that's the mutual financial sector and what are their peculiar needs. And our engineers really need to understand that. Um, any new engineer into the, uh, into the sector needs to appraise themselves and actually learn that quite quickly. Um, there's core competences. Can you work in a team? Can you communicate across not only um, discipline, but also um, seniority, or, or I don't like the word senior and junior, but you get uh, different levels of ability in certain areas. Can you communicate well? Because if you're in a team, communication is most, one of the most important things. Otherwise, you will never succeed. 
And then um, there's the technical competencies. Can you program in a particular language? Can, do you understand what a particular middleware, piece of middleware does? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, makes sense. Um, it, it leads me on to the final question I've got for you, Laura. Which I'm intrigued, intrigued to hear what, what your thoughts are on this. But what advice would you give a young Lawrence if he was starting out on his software development journey right now, June 2021? You, there's a couple of things people miss when they, when at any point in their career, when they're talking about their career, especially with potential employers, and that's value. So. What you need to do is learn work out the value that you will add to that organization or that person or that effort. The reason I, I talk about value is simply knowing you, you need to be able to add value. Knowing stuff is one thing, putting it into practice is another. So knowing how you will put stuff into practice, which means how if you're doing that, why are you not learning how to um, write anonymous lambdas in Java? Um, well, you don't it's about that's about concepts knowing the concepts of things is is in a way more important than knowing the individual command lines that's what google's for you can find that information out i remember uh, you know in the years gone by when you had to have sort of a thousand page manuals to do that and you had to flick through the manuals to try and find the stuff now google can find you in a couple of uh, um, fractions of a second and it's a bit, it's ability to know to look for it. That's where it comes. I once um, gave a lecture on the difference between digital skills and digital literacy. Digital skills are what um, basically most uh, people entering the workforce now have. They know how to use Google. They know how to use um, all the technologies and not only through use of social media and other things, but it's very, they, they have skills. Yep. Digital literacy is knowing how to use those to the benefit of the thing you're trying to do. And so concentrate on digital literacy rather than just understanding every line of syntax. No, that's great, Lawrence. Um, well, thank you so much for your input. Very insightful as always. I, I, I told, I, I've said to you before, there's a, um, a lovely um, quote from Einstein, a little anecdote. And somebody once asked Einstein for his telephone number. And Einstein went to the nearest phone book, picked it up, looked up his name and read out the number next to it. And the person said, hang on, you're supposed to be so intelligent and you don't know your own phone number? To which Einstein said, why do I need to learn it if it's readily available? Mm. He knew where to look for the data. He didn't need to know the data. And that left more space in his head for creativity. No, I love that one. I have heard that before from you, but I think it's really good to share on this podcast because there's going to be a lot of people that haven't heard that before. Um, but no, Lawrence, thank, thanks again. Um, really, really good input as always. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trusted Tech Talks podcast from me, Manny, and this episode's guest speaker, Lawrence Lilly from Mutual Vision. If you still have questions around full stack development, please feel free to get in touch via Trusted Tech Talks on LinkedIn or drop me. So on LinkedIn, I'm Majinda Man or Manny, that's two N's and a Y, a direct message. 
Plus, make sure you don't miss out on our future episodes by following Trusted Tech Talks on LinkedIn and Spotify.